Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 241 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please do me a favor. If you like the show, subscribe on your favorite and then leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. There were no big games out last week, but the games coming out this week include Cynthia Hidden in the Moonshadow, Icarus and the Prince of Sin, Popcorn Rocket, Electrician Simulator or Hospital, Kretora, Kitten Hero, Grotto, Shinarubi, and Beyond Doors. Some new games are available now and or coming soon to Xbox Game Pass. They include the following. Available today on cloud console and PC, you can play Close to the Sun. On cloud PC and Series X and S, Hell Let Loose. Then on January 9th, you can play Assassin's Creed Valhalla on cloud console and PC, as well as Figment cloud console and PC. January 11th, you can play Super Mega Baseball 4 on cloud console and PC. And We Happy Few cloud console and PC. Then January 16th, those who remain cloud console and PC, and one of my top three favorite games of all time, January 16th, Resident Evil 2, Cloud Console and PC. That is the remake. Now into last week's biggest news stories, we only have four to cover this week. Number one, next Xbox developer direct coming later this month. Mike Straw at Insider Gaming writes, The next Xbox developer direct event is coming later this month. A new post on Reddit by user Xantorn, who has been accurate in revealing showcase events in the past, claims that the next of Xbox direct will happen during the week of January 14th. Quote, first Xbox event of the year is going to be the week of the 14th. Can't speak on the shadow drop rumors, but the date has been set in stone, and quote, the post reads. Should it happen that week, it will likely be sometime between January 15th and the 19th, as those are the weekdays for that week. It's unlikely Microsoft would hold an event at this point during the weekend. This comes just days after it was spotted online that a developer direct could be happening on January 25th. While we can't confirm the exact date and time just yet, Insider Gaming also understands that an event is scheduled to take place within the next couple weeks, further adding credence to the rumors. I really hope they do this again. I thought the last showcase was a great way to set up the year, and that shadow drop of Hi-Fi Rush and it being so good was awesome. There are some rumors that potentially Double Fine is going to be dropping Kiln as a shadow drop, a part of the developer direct, and I guess we're going to see in just two short weeks, hopefully. Can't wait. Number two, Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake set to launch this year according to Sony. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Konami's remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 and potential starting point for a number of remakes for the franchise, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater has been given a 2024 release window. As revealed in a highlight reel from PlayStation, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater will be launching sometime in 2024. Of course, the year has just started so it hardly narrows down the launch window, but it's exciting enough to let you know that you'll be able to play it on Series X and S sometime in the next 12 months. Konami Digital Entertainment first announced Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater early last year before giving us our first in-engine look during the Xbox Partner Preview event in October, giving us our first glimpse at the game's use of Unreal Engine 5. It follows the original Metal Gear Solid 3 storyline, but introduces, quote, cutting-edge graphics and 3D audio to bring the hostile jungle to life, end quote. According to one Konami spokesperson, this might not be the only remake we see from Solid Snake's stealth survival adventures, as the company, quote, chose Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater because it depicts the birth of Big Boss, Naked Snake, which is the starting point of the Metal Gear series, end quote. Fans have been asking for a remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 for some time, so Konami looks to be using this as a good opportunity to kickstart a return to the franchise's beloved games. If you fancy getting some classic Solid Snake action before the remake arrives later this year, Check out the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection. It contains seven classic versions of the original games from the series, exclusive content diving into each game, and additional soundtracks. 
Now, I would not trust this at all, as we can never trust release dates, especially ones that are not confirmed and kind of teased out in a PlayStation video, potentially incorrectly so. We have no reason to believe that this date or rough timeline will hit, but nonetheless, it's exciting for the Metal Gear fans out there, to which I'm not one, at least yet, because I've never played a Metal Gear Solid game. I am really intrigued in the Master Collection, and I do want to see if it gets some better updates to get that first game in 60 FPS, and then maybe I'll check it out because this and the franchise is a big blind spot for me in my video game franchise history. Number 3. CD Projekt Red not interested in being acquired, says CEO. Marcus Stewart, a Game Informer writes, CD Projekt Red is one of the biggest developers in Europe, but the studio behind The Witcher and Cyberpunk 2077 has no interest in being acquired. That comes from a new interview with CEO CEO Adam Kaczynski, who discusses acquisition possibilities while providing small updates on the studio's litany of upcoming projects. Speaking to the Polish outlet Parkiet, Kaczynski was asked about rumors regarding the studio being a target of a takeover. He states via translation, quote, we are not interested in being included in any larger entity. We have worked our whole lives to get to the position we have now. We believe that in a few years we will be even bigger and stronger. We have ambitious plans and we are passionate about what we do. We value independence, end quote. In turn, Kosinski also states CD Projekt Red is currently uninterested in buying another studio purely for the sake of having it, in his own words, quote, consolidate their financial results, end quote. In October 2021, the studio acquired Molasses Flood, the developer of The Flame and the Flood, and Drake Hollow. That studio is currently working on a game set in the Witcher universe, codenamed Sirius. Kosinski also provides small updates on its portfolio of upcoming Witcher and Cyberpunk games, as well as its new IP. He states that work on the next mainline Witcher game, codenamed Polaris, is in full swing and has around 330 employees, which will rise up to 400 by later this year. Orion, the codename for the next Cyberpunk game, has been in the conceptual stage for some time, and the development team is still being assembled. It will primarily be made from the CD Projekt Red's Boston studio, and eventually expand to Vancouver with support from the main Polish headquarters. Kaczynski then briefly touches on Project Hadar, which is a new IP that is currently in the conceptual phase. When asked what Hadar is, Kaczynski simply says, quote, I assure you that it will be an interesting pop culture concept fitting both The Witcher and Cyberpunk." Unquote. CD Projekt Red will spend 2024 chipping away at these games and is riding a wave of positive momentum following the successful launch of Cyberpunk 2077's Phantom Liberty expansion and other big updates the game received. Wanted to put this out there and make it abundantly clear they are not interested, however, I would say that doesn't seem to always be the case when we're talking about big video game studios. My example would be Bungie. After they left Microsoft, they seemed so hell-bent on not ever being acquired again. Then they got into that weird agreement with Activision. They also got Activision and secured Destiny, and then got acquired by Sony, and that doesn't seem to be going too well. So, truly you never know, but there is a lot of neat updates for some basic stages of where some of their other games at. I'm not a huge CD Projekt Red fan, because I'm not really interested in The Witcher as a series. Cyberpunk 2077 was very cool, I just, for some reason, didn't love it, which really, really surprised me. At number 4, Star Wars Outlaws Rise Late 2024, updated. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Star Wars Outlaws, the highly anticipated open world game from Ubisoft, will be released in late 2024. Though Ubisoft and Star Wars owner Disney have previously remained tight-lipped about the release date, a Disney Parks blog post quietly announced the release window, which was previously only confirmed sometime in 2024. Quote, Star Wars Outlaws, the open-world Star Wars game, is set to release late this year, end quote, the post said. Quote, the game lets you explore distinct planets across the galaxy, both iconic and new. You can risk it all as Kay Vess, an emerging scoundrel seeking freedom and the means to start a new life, along with her companion, Nyx. If you're willing to take the risk, the galaxy is full of opportunity, end quote. Star Wars Outlaws was revealed at the 2023 Xbox Game Showcase with a gameplay presentation coming soon after, 
and fans quickly grew obsessed with the cute Axolot-like Nyx. The game is set between Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, and Star Wars Episode VI, Return of the Jedi, something developer Massive Entertainment said was due to the criminal underworld thriving at this time. The developer also confirmed Star Wars Outlaws takes more handcrafted and manageable approach to the open world formula, with one planet being roughly the same size as two or three regions in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Update to the story, Ubisoft reached out to IGN to say that, quote, late 2024, end quote, timing had been updated to a, quote, correct, end quote, release window of 2024. So what does this mean? They're not saying it's late, so it could be earlier, which is really, really exciting. I am a huge Star Wars fan, so I cannot wait for this game. I didn't have the highest expectations when it was being rumored, being by Ubisoft, another massive game, and I really didn't like The Division, but I thought it showed incredibly well. I'm so excited. Can't wait to see more of this game. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and you ever want to take Xbox in the kitchen? Credit to Tom West at your achievements. The Xbox Series S toaster will roll out globally very soon. Microsoft has been praised over the years for its social media game, which peaked in 2021 with the launch of the Series X mini fridge, but it seems the company hasn't stopped there. Adding to its kitchen appliance range, Microsoft is now selling an Xbox Series S toaster and it's available at Walmart for $39.99. Well, I don't have much to say. I love that they do weird things like this. I'd love to see what these things actually do in terms of sale numbers. Personally, won't be getting one as my wife would not be too happy with that, but I think it's very cool nonetheless. Shout out to you, Xbox, for being fun. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and then follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I have continued my playthrough of Alan Wake 2. I'm very early on in it, but I'm liking the vibe so far. Can't wait to play more. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Broza93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.